It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But MIDI Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. MIDI specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. I just wanted to start with, uh, you know, the main thing we're here for, which is uh, you being part of the Tide Turn to Cold campaign, which aims to get more people to do their laundry with cold water in order to lower carbon emissions. So I, I was kind of curious, how did you get involved with this and why is it such an important cause to you? Well, man, <laughs> it was funny when Ty did reach out to me because my mother, uh, I, I've grown up my whole life using Ty, and that's a shoot. So when Ty called my agent and uh, kind of pitched this uh, creative idea about the, the, the people involved, Ice Tea, Mr. T, uh, Vanilla Ice, myself, Stone Cold, it sounded like a really fun campaign, and I got a chance to work along with uh, Ice Tea right there at the desk, and he was on my show, Straight Up Steve Austin, and we had already invited him to be a part of the show even before we did this commercial together. So that was that was a cool back, the backstory thing, but man, just as far as uh, you know, the, the cold water campaign makes a lot of sense, man. As a guy, I don't know how you are, dude, but I have always washed all my stuff in cold water, so mm. I didn't really need any convincing. Uh, it prolongs life, your T-shirts. I'm a guy. I just throw all my stuff in, in the washing machine. When my wife does the laundry, maybe it's a different scenario, but I've always washed it cold. And, uh, you know, it it's, uh, cuts back on, on your energy bill, helps the environment, and prolongs life, your T-shirts. So it was an easy sell for me. Well, you know, obviously, it can be tough to get people to change their habits sometimes, but what would you say to people who are kind of on the fence about switching to cold water and need some convincing in order to kind of make that leap? Hey, man, all I can say is this worked for me my entire life. And so, you know, that's the bottom line because Stone Cold said so. You know, at the end of the day, you know, here's a campaign. If Will people buy in? You know, that's a decision that they have to make. But, you know... I think I think we're presenting a pretty good case with, uh, you know, less energy being used, uh, a little bit lighter on your wallet. There's a lot to consider. It's uh, a pretty easy decision to make if you're me. Definitely. Um, you know, as a, a wrestling fan, like most wrestling fans, I've really been enjoying your Straight Up Steve Austin show. Watch every episode this past season. Thought it was great. Um, and also love your Broken Skull sessions on WWE Network, um, including the one that just aired with Randy Orton, which I thought was really insightful. Um, and I got the impression that you maybe didn't know Randy as well personally as maybe some of your other guests previously, but what were some of your big takeaways from sitting down with him and, and getting to talk shop uh, on that show? Well, you know, I barely knew Randy because I was about to leave when he came in. And, you know, he referenced that at the beginning of the interview. And... <laughs> Just the fact that he was willing to do the show because Randy doesn't do a whole lot of interviews. And I think his, his, 
his promos are absolutely incredible right now. He's always been this great worker. So after all these years, he, I think we're seeing the best Randy Orton we've ever seen. And just the fact that he was so open, honest, and candid because he didn't have to be. He shared a lot of stuff with me uh, that I don't know if he shared with a whole lot of people. And when you sit across from that table from that guy, you realize how charismatic and well-spoken and thoughtful he is. And so I just, I, that was one of my most fun interviews I've ever done just because of how good he was and just to see how electric he really is when you're sitting there, you know, face to face with the guy. Um, you've had so many of the biggest names, past and present, on Broken Skull Sessions already, but is there any one person, or maybe if you can't narrow it down to one, a few people who stand out as someone you'd really love to sit down and have a chat with on that show? Well, there's so many of the guys from, you know, like, you know, the, the crew that I was involved in, you know, I would, you know, be, be, out, be out. it'd be great to talk to John Cena, it'd be great to talk to Ron Simmons, the Godfather, uh, some guys like that, um, I, I don't like to, to make a whole bunch of names to put anybody, you know, any pressure on anybody to say, oh, man, you know, I got to say yes, or, or you know, I don't want to put a jinx on myself either. So I'll give you those three names, but I, I don't really like to name names. Um, you know, kind of on the same topic, uh, straight up Steve Austin, it, you know, it, it's obviously a lot different uh, from Bro- Broken Skull Sessions. It's not just wrestlers, it's celebrities, it's musicians, it's all kinds of different things, you know, really out in your element doing stuff out there. But, uh, you know, what, what were some of your favorite moments or maybe a favorite guest that you had from this past season? And also kind of the same as, last question, uh, as the last question, anybody that you might like to have on that show, whether it's wrestling or outside the wrestling world? Man, we, we had a couple of people lined up to do the show this year that because of COVID, uh, they didn't want to be at risk. Mm. So we had to cancel. Uh, and those were some out of state trips that I really wanted to take. I won't name those names because we'll see if we can get them back on the next season. As far as guests this year, you know, Charlotte was, you know, everybody's got a list. You know, USA has a list. Production team has a list. I have a list. It's kind of, so it's a combination of all of them. And so Charlotte was on my list. And Tiffany Haddish uh, was available to do the show, and she agreed to do the show. And she's about as hot as it gets if you're looking for someone in Hollywood right now. And her stand-up is amazing. So the, my takeaway from hanging around with her was she has this, this type of charisma almost that I've never experienced from just only a few people that I've ever met in my life. Uh, she's just uh, a, a walking like electricity and that's what impressed me so much about her so i enjoyed each and every one of my guests so especially you know brett Favre because i've watched him my entire career luke combs because i'm a huge fan of his music ice t i've been listening to him and watching him forever so you know everybody brought something different to the show and you know when steve o came on you know his run was kind of parallel with the attitude Era run from back in the day you know, those guys were a thing, and uh, they were, you know, a pop culture phenomenon. So to hang out with that guy and realize that the guy that did all that wacky stuff is such an intelligent, compassionate human being was quite surprising. Um, WrestleMania 37 is on the ri- horizon here next month, uh, and we're going to kind of see a little bit of a return to normalcy this year compared to last with fans being allowed to attend uh, at Raymond James Stadium. So drawing from your own experience as a wrestler – how huge do you think it is for the current wrestlers to be getting fans back for that show? And how much of a boost do you think it's going to give them uh, on that stage? Man, they're going to be so excited to have people back in there. Uh, when I broke in, you know, I'd wrestle in Chevrolet dealership parking lots, man, and, you know, in front of 15, 20 people getting suplexed on the parking lot. And, you know, that, you know, so I've been in front of almost no fans, but that was by design because the card wasn't any good, so no one wanted to come see us. When you're in a business, you know, when you're in WWE, you're, you're looking for full stadiums. And when you're in the ring, you're relying on that sound that those people make to make your decisions as far as how you proceed in your match. So they need that feedback. They need that instant uh, gratification to help them make decisions in the ring. And, you know, now that they're piping the noise in on TV, it's easier to watch. But, you know, it's, it's hard to perform with, with, without a crowd. And I, I think the men and women have adapted and adjusted accordingly uh, in a magnificent fashion. They've excelled because they're professionals. But, man, there's nothing like being in front of a crowd. And I know these, these kids uh, that are still doing it are, are going to be super stoked to have people that are responding. Uh, to wrap things up, uh 
I, like so many other wrestling fans, have such an appreciation and respect for your knowledge of the business, your ability to kind of identify talent, uh, and to know what's going to work within the realm of pro wrestling and what isn't. So, you know, with that said, who are some of the younger wrestlers, or maybe even they're not so young, they're veteran guys or women that who haven't had the opportunity to be a top star yet, that you could potentially see, um, you know, reaching that upper tier in WWE at some point in the near future? Man, I, I haven't been tuning in a whole lot because I've had a whole lot going on, mm. uh, you know, in my personal life. But just from watching the Royal Rumble, uh, I think those last two, uh, the women, Rhea Ripley and Bianca Belair. Yeah. Uh, I think those two are, are destined for greatness. They, they, they still need reps. They still need to learn. But I mean, those two, they, they have this, the size, presence, looks, ability to be major, major stars. So we'll see what the future holds for them. As far as the guys, I'd have to do a little deeper dive. Like I said, I just, that was from my Royal Rumble experience. Uh, so I can't really speak for the guys right now, but I, as far as the women, I'd look out for those two. Definitely. Um, Steve, thanks so much for doing this. I appreciate it so much and, uh, best of luck in, in all the stuff that you do moving forward. Hey, Mike. Yes, sir. Mike. Wash your laundry in cold water using Tide, and that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. Hell yeah, you know I will. <laughs> you know Thank it's going to be easier on your t-shirts, easier on the environment, easier on your wallet. Sounds good. Thank you. I appreciate it. Have a great it. day. You too, man. <laughs> yeah, man. Thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs> Thank you. Friends, Wednesday Wrestling Minute, Wrestling Minute, Wrestling Minute, Wrestling By the way, no one asked okay. make any effort to hold that in. No, no. I did. No, you know what? Okay, it was not going to stay in, but it, now okay. it is. Now it has to. No, it can't. <laughs> Sorry, dude. That's so uh, good. Listen, it's NXT TakeOver Week, and I just feel gassy. Oh. I'm sorry. Uh, back-to-back incredible AEW episodes. Best show on television, bar none. We're not going to talk about that. Oh, right well. now. That's not what we're doing. Uh, I also would like to mention that the New Japan Pro Wrestling title was changed. It looks like Duke. It looks oh. like Cody Rhodes' neck tattoo. And if this it looks like, yeah, it's a mix between Cody Rhodes' neck tattoo and the Divas Championship. Okay, if we, I, I saw the title it was kind of based off of, which was like a early 90s crown, the Four Pillars kind of crown. And it's a cool title, but I, you know, it doesn't really strike that for me. Uh, but I'll give the caveat here, if this is a long con to eventually... From Tony Khan to get Cody in New Japan as the champion with the neck tattoo title, yeah. then I'm down for it. It's like a Cena title. I'm fucking cool with that. It's also, uh, it's horrible. It looks horrible. The regular New Japan World Title looks great. Mm-hmm. The uh, New yeah. Japan it IWGP did. IC title looks great. Yeah. You get rid of them. You bring in this ugly ass title. Mm-hmm. So they've made like every wrong decision. They. And- I'll get to that wrong decision. Yeah, we all t- yeah, no. They made every wrong decision. They got rid of the IC title. Mm-hmm. They ch- changed the look of the world title, and then they had fucking Will Osprey beat Kota Ibushi. Oh my god! So Just the trifecta of shit. I don't. I don't. I don't necessarily. What are they doing? Hate the move. I think they got drunk. I was someone. Like Dave, Dave, Dave Meltzer is like guys, guys, guys. Listen, okay. You know what you should do? You should give Will the fucking title. Let him create his own. And then Will's like, all right, I'll create my own. All right, give me an extra sketch. You're like, yeah, I can only hear. You can create your title, but you can only use the SSS. You're I think, like, cool. I think Jeff Hardy created this title in TNA. Yo, his face title still to this day is one of my favorites. But my favorite <laughs> thing I ever saw, though. It was a monster. I, I think I told you this or sent it to you, where they're doing, like, um, like luggage wars or whatever the show was. And they're yeah, like, I got left. 
at like an airport fucking uh, baggage center where shit's left. And like, we got this TNA title right here. I think it's from a champion named Jeff Harvey. We don't understand this, but he was his title. He got, we think he got high and forgot it. Dude, you could buy the Jeff Harvey TNA title. 180 bucks on Amazon. Do it. I don't have any desire to do it. time. How much on eBay? How much used on eBay? 125. Do it. Mike, you do it. You just bought a ball for 300, you fucking idiot. I'm not a TNA mark. You need this. I'm not a TNA mark either. I just enjoy the product. I enjoy the show. Wait, wait. $118. Oh, yeah, my kids have to eat, but that can wait till tomorrow. Oh, I bought an atom bomb football. Like this can be I just done. said that. You said you're dumbass fucking bought dumb shit all the time. Buy this too. Nah. Get it signed by Jeff Hardy. No. Nope. How about Takeover? We're gonna talk about it. Yeah, absolutely. Can't wait for it. Okay, whatever. Uh, takeover so big it needs two nights. Mm. Mm. I'm not a fan of this idea, by the way. Not even a little bit. <laughs> um. I'm less excited for this because it's two time. nights. Big time. That's a double well, WrestleMania thing I didn't want over here. Why are you doing? I don't think I don't. I mean, you're going to leave important people off the card, then. Yeah, TakeOver does that every time. Yeah, be yeah. better. Be better. Okay. Well, <laughs> but the mean? second night's what's going to really feel like TakeOver, and the first night's really just a really good episode of NXT. So, also, shitty name. I do agree with that, for sure. Stand Deliver, not agree with totally. Um Let's start with night one. And let's start with Pete Dunn against Kushida. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think this is going to be an amazing match, obviously. Um, They kind of planted the seed with it a couple weeks ago with Pete Dunne calling himself the greatest technical wrestler in the world, and they built it up more in the Battle Royal. Um, I think Pete Dunne wins, though. I agree. So who's Pete Dunne facing again? Kushida. Why why aren't they in, like, the the gauntlet whatever? Well, because they, like, eliminated each other from the Battle Royal and, like, fuck each other up. Again, so I think it's an NXT way of going about things. I think it's lackluster. Well, like lackluster like build. So the Battle Royal was a 12-man Battle Royal, and the six final people made the gauntlet, mm-hmm. and the order of elimination was how you come in. Gotcha. That was a little confusing. That's stupid. Oh, I know. It's all stupid. It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should, too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? 
In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, so, yeah. I'm going Pete, Pete Dunn because they don't respect Kushida. Okay. I'm going with Pete Um, Let's do the six-man gauntlet eliminator match where the winner faces Johnny Gargano the next night for the North American Championship. We've got Leon Ruff versus Isaiah Swerve Scott versus Bronson Reed versus Cameron Grimes versus Dexter Loomis versus L.A. Knight, who won the Battle Royal. I, I love his theme song, by the way. Uh, he's, he's, listen, we've he's been so, so hard on this Eli Drake train, I can't even fucking handle it. The brakes are off. discovered it years ago on Very stupid, very stupid. But I was in, I was watching NWA Hollywood before you were fucking even born, baby. No, even, even before that. Yeah. It's not true. Literally just not true. It's very true. Um, but I have to say this, I think he wins. No. I would like for him to win, but, I mean, Johnny Gargano is a heel. Yeah. And he's been feuded with Dexter Loomis the entire time. Yep. So I have to assume Dexter Loomis wins. I agree. I would like L.A. Knight or Cameron Grimes, but I don't think that's no, right. I love all these Impact Wrestling legends you're rooting for now. <laughs> legends. When they became good? Yeah. Uh, Very stupid. Triple threat match. You're such match. a fucking hypocrite. You deserve nothing. Triple threat match for the vacant NXT Tag Team Championships. MSK versus the Grizzled Young Veterans versus Legato Del Fantasma. I would just say real quick. R.I.P. to that run for yeah, it's a shame. the transatlantic combo, whatever the tag team I feel was. very bad for uh, Danny Birch that he got that injury when mm-hmm. he did, especially. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. fucking work. That's, that's, sometimes wrestling is cruel as fuck. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of momentum, though, when they took Pat McAfee off the show. Yeah, yeah I, do. I hope he comes back soon. I don't. Yeah, like Pete Dunne was part, like, they, they yeah, lost so. all of them. Triple H said he's, like, super busy and it's hard to... Get the timing yeah. right. Yeah, it's hard because he sucks. You really? You just praised him earlier in the show. Yeah, his he doesn't know what was good. His in ring work was good, dude. Come on. He's, he took too much medicine today. I'm just taking medicine. Yeah, it's just I got bit I by the a snake. I'm not the other kind of medicine. He takes uh, a lot of medicine. <laughs> I do take a lot of medicine. I'm concerned about my health. I need some of my daddy medicine later tonight too. Um, I, that sounded disturbing, but <laughs> yeah, uh, MSK won the Dusty Cup, and I have to kind of feel like they were going to have them win the tag team titles, so I would say they win the tag team titles by pitting Legato Del Fantasma and then feud with Grizzled Young Veterans out of this. Mm. All the things he said. I, I agree with the feud coming out of this. That's why I think Grizzled Young Veterans win so that the faces can, can chase. Yeah, they're, I love Grizzled Young Veterans. They sold me so hard. In the, They've on the grown on me more compared to how they were. It's just, he's I such a good really shit talker. That, he's such a I really don't talker. like fine. Zach Gibson on the mic, but they have good matches. You don't like Zach Gibson on the mic? No, I don't like him going, there are the grizzled young veterans. I love no, it. I don't like him. That's absolutely incredible. Um, how about this fucking match? It's for the NXT United Kingdom Championship. Walter versus Tommaso Ciampa. Hmm. Let's go. Uh, so, just, first off, the match... My goodness. Mm-hmm. They're um, going to kill each other. I mean, someone only has good matches. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. same, same with Ciampa, unless they're burying him for no reason at all. <laughs> um, like, he hasn't been Ciampa. Like, he said in his promos, like, people saying I haven't been Ciampa since 2018. It's like, kind of, yeah. Well, I, it was smart that they worked that in, like, him yeah. saying, like, oh, I have well, guess what? this match. I, 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 I think Ciampa loses, but I think the match is fucking exactly what we need it to be. I, I think Champa definitely definitely loses, but I think that you protect him because I think Thatcher gets involved and helps Walter. Oh, to join um, Imperium. To join Imperium. Well, he was. They were together before Imperium was a thing. So yeah, I'm we know. That. We know. Ring Kampf. Yeah. Hmm. I don't think they're gonna use that name. No. <laughs> they're gonna <laughs> use Imperium. They're gonna use Imperium. They hear they heard Kampf and they're like, can we not? <laughs> and rightfully so. Yep. Imperium's a good yeah. Name. Gonna be awesome. Uh, I can't wait for that match. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the main event of night one of Takeover Stand and oh, Deliver yeah. is for the NXT Women's Championship: Io Shirai versus Raquel Gonzalez. Cannot wait for this one. I'm more excited for this than Walter and Ciampa, to be honest. Is it time I, for Io? I on think the I'm main equal parts excited for these matches. Mm-hmm. Is it time for Io on the main roster? 
Maybe. Uh, I, I think, think it is. I think it right. is. But I, I think, think regardless wins. of whether it is or not, I think she loses. I yeah. think this is Raquel Gonzalez's time. You've been building her into this unstoppable force. Like, it's really been impressive how they've built her over the past year, I feel like. Um, mm-hmm. She kind of went from just being, like, this performance center-like star where she just was so athletic. And, like, besides Bianca Belair, remember that, that combine? Mm-hmm. She was the one that was standing out besides yeah, Bianca Belair. Um, she's just, like, an incredible athlete. And they've, re- they've slowly built her up. They've made her dominant. They've made her feel special. Like, pinning EO uh, in war games, at that point, Mm-hmm. I think we all kind of knew, like, she's going to be the one that ultimately ends the title reign for EO, and I think it happens here, and I think it should happen here. Raquel has, she's reached, uh, you know, that top level, and I think it's time to give her the title. I agree, 100%. Don? BJ? Raquel? I agree, 100%. Oh, yeah, I said I was taking Raquel. I said, like, and EO's leaving. Of course I'm taking Well, you Raquel. say dumb things sometimes. Like, I would have surprised me if you were like, EO wins, and she's leaving. I don't know. How fucking ignorant are you right now? You're, you look like such a piece of shit on air like this. I hope you fucking don't let anyone you love listen to this. As stupid does. Wow. Uh, Conductor of the stupid. Wow, Shane McMahon. Thanks so much. Really hurting my feelings. You're boring. You're about to get these soft hands and keyboards. He did have Um, Now we're on to night two of Takeover Stand Deliver, which will air on the cock. Wow. Mm hmm. On Thursday night. Uh, let's start with the Women's Tag Team Championship match. Ember Moon and Shotzi Blackheart against The Way, Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell. Uh, I think you're going to reward The Way for the work they've done. Uh, I, I think it's going to be a really good match, and part of me wants to say The Way would win because they are so entertaining, but I think we literally just had, like, a title change the first night the match, the titles were awarded. Dude, we gotta build that fucking wiki up, dude. Let's gotta double time it. And I'm sorry? We gotta build wiki up. The only the way to build page. credibility with titles these days uh, is on Wikipedia. Gotcha. It's a bunch of title changes. <laughs> uh, I, no. I think Ember and Shotzi retain. I'm gonna go with that. It's a new uh, school. I think have... that's the solution now. Back in the day, it was like, who could hold it the longest? Now it's like, who could hold it the most? Mm. Let's go uh, North American Championship match, Johnny Gargano against the Gauntlet Eliminator winner. I said L.A. Knight. If it's L.A. Knight, uh, I think L.A. Knight would win. But if you guys say it's Sam Shaw, then I'm going to go Sam Shaw. Okay. Well, so, I say it's Dexter Loomis that wins the Gauntlet. Who? But I think Gargano Dexter wins Hummus? the match. Sam Shaw. I think Gargano wins the match. Dexter Loomis wins with the help of Austin Theory. No. Wow. No. Austin Theory is a really good character in NXT. I'll say this: uh, he's kind of maybe a monster in real life. But we don't know that though. Well, it's funny you're conveniently forgetting it for him, but not anybody else. No. Okay, go ahead. No, 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 no. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. You're wrong. But go ahead. Whatever happened to Velveteen Dream? He's nah. gone because he's a monster. Yeah. Was he, was he fired? <laughs> no. I, he's not fired, but I kind of feel like he's never coming back. Yeah, mm. I don't think so either. Probably shouldn't either. Um. We have the ladder match for the NXT Cruiserweight Championship to determine the undisputed champion. It's Jordan Devlin against Santos Escobar. Mm. This should be a hell of a match. Yeah. What What do you got, Don? Jordan Devlin. Yeah, you know, I want Santos Escobar because I really do think he's significantly better than Jordan Devlin. But I I feel like they had Jordan Devlin win the Cruiserweight Championship in the first place because the plan was to have him be the Cruiserweight champion. Uh, so now that the time is there for them to make it happen, I think Devlin wins. I thought that same way all along, that Devlin, when he came back, he's going to win. But I really don't want him to, so I'm going to pick Santos as they They love him, though. They're like, this is Finn Balor Jr. <laughs> yeah, and I, I don't really see it. Escobar is significantly better. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Like, he cuts, his promos are so good. Lucha Underground Legends. Like a million bucks. Yeah. Lucha Underground, NXT stealing the legends from other places, what they do. I mean, it's smart to take people from Lucha Underground. I mean, it doesn't exist. Uh, then we have an unsanctioned match, Adam Cole versus Kyle O'Reilly. Of all the matches uh, at TakeOver, this is the one I'm most excited Fuck for. Fuck you. It's the, be- it's, the, uh, it's the match of WrestleMania weekend I'm Maybe. looking forward to the most. Yeah, it probably will be. Maybe. I'm not even – no, I'm saying looking forward to most myself. This is the match. Because I saw uh, one of my favorite matches of all time is this match. That's in the world 2012. So let's fucking go. I want it. I want it all. 
I want it all. Do, do we get thumbtacks in the mouth? We do not get thumbtacks in the mouth, I don't think. <laughs> no, I, I think this is uh, the end of Adam Cole. I think uh, Kyler Riley wins, Adam Cole wins it to the main roster. Oh, you're right. I could see that. It's possible. I do think Kyle O'Reilly wins because, I mean, Adam Cole really fucked him over. Uh, He also got, like, a gear change and a denim jacket, and he's, like, a guy now, and he's on his own, and it's like, this is the chance. Their uh, dueling promos, like, where they're at, at, like, that table across from each other, Mm -hmm. was so good. Both did an amazing job. Um, That was Adam Cole's best promo in a long time. It was awesome. Uh, I'm so hyped for this match. I absolutely do think it could be the best match of the weekend. And, like, this particular match is, like, a big reason why I'm so excited for this entire takeover card. Uh, but I think O'Reilly wins. Beach? I'm kind of 50-50 on this one because yeah, I could definitely see Cole coming up. But, like, you don't want to take all your stars away, especially you're going to Peacock. You still want people to subscribe to Yo, it. Yo, you have enough stars for two nights of TakeOver. What are you talking is... about, you idiot? Okay, you really don't. Um, Looks like you do. Because besides, well, besides Finn Balor, there's... No real stars on this show, Apple? on this on this roster, wow, right? Dude. But I'm saying if he wow, leaves, dude, admitting you're in the fucking little little leagues, dude, you're the worst. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that as far as star power, you have Finn Balor and Adam Cole. They at least know how to use their whole roster and build characters and stuff. So sure. Um, here's the thing. I think if Kyle O'Reilly wins, I could definitely see Adam Cole coming up. But I could see Adam Cole sticking around because they want to keep him as the face of the brand. He's one of the top faces on their show. So, mm, I just think storyline-wise, Kyle O'Reilly has to win here. Main event. Are you looking for, like, validation from us? Why, what's the pause? I'm not looking. I'm never looking for validation. You're like, is that cool, you guys? Did you see what I did? NXT uh, Championship no. match. Finn Balor versus Karrion Cross. Uh, Finn Balor has been on a run, but I think Karrion Cross is going to win the title. Yeah, I think Balor's been doing some of his best work, uh, since he's in, been in WWE. Like, he lost himself, like, on the main roster being, like, smiley, babyface mm-hmm. guy, and it just wasn't good. But he's established himself, again, in NXT, and he's been really great lately. His matches have been awesome. Uh, looking forward to it. I think Karrion Cross wins, because he was never supposed to lose the title in the first place. Mm-hmm. My hope is that this leads to the the demon having to come out in order to maybe get the title back from Karrion Cross? Yes. All the things you said. I did read a, uh interview from him doing an interview mm-hmm. in, like, India or something, and he's like, oh, the demon's not coming out. And they're like, these demon story. fans are disappointed around the world. Fuck <laughs> off. And it's like, well, maybe he just needs to bring it out he next time, so I lost the title. Yeah, I thought I saw something where he was like, it's kind of like a step back. Yeah, the demon. And I, 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 and listen, I strongly disagree with. Well, no, 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 no. But what would the prince character say? What would this Prince Devitt character say? He'd be like, "Nah, I don't need the fuck. I don't need that fucking guy. I'm the fucking man. I do this shit on my own." Well, now when he loses, he's gonna be like, "Oh my god, holy fuck, he's right. I can't do it without turning into I demon shit." I definitely don't think it's a step back to have to bring it out like once in a while. Yeah, like, is sure. uh, is Karen across the face? No, I'll say this. Okay. Because uh, I feel like Finn Balor has been the heel and Karrion Cross has been the face here. Well, he's uh, the, no, I, I, I wouldn't say that because Karrion Cross like beat the shit out of him in a tag team. Right? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say they're both. Well, I think that I the think Prince Devitt character like, Finn's whole character is kind of like tweener. Like he's yeah. he's like an anti-hero babyface. Yes, he's like, a reverend. He's like he's like mm, I was gonna say Stone Cold, but he's like Stone Cold if it just wasn't all about ass kicking. But I think Cross is 100 percent always heel. Yeah. So just by default, Balor's the big. Cross and, was a face going up against. Uh, Santos Escobar. Yeah, but like, so it's like, been weird. His whole like story arc has been so weird to me. Um, but like his whole thing is, I agree with Mike. He was never really supposed to lose since getting injured, but and so they've been working his way back to this match. But like Finn Balor doesn't. He really shouldn't lose this match. Well, he's go- well, he's gonna. gonna. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna. Tell you, brother, but he's gonna. Mm-hmm. Is that it? Yeah. Lackluster at best. I'm gonna give it a. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna be like you guys best. and give it a four out of ten. You're pre-grading it, which pre-grading. you said you don't do. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing it. I'm being you guys. Uh, it's gonna be. It's, it's gonna be actually. Awesome. It's actually very interesting that they have a ladder match and the unsanctioned match on the same card. Yeah, it's really weird. Who cares? Um, oh. Okay. Let's go on. Such an asshole. All right, guys, fantasy standings time. Uh hope you guys can skip forward for 45 seconds because it's about to blow. 
Uh, guys, the final fantasy update. I'm warming it up. I'm warming it the fuck up, dude. Before WrestleMania 37, and WrestleMania 37 is when the champion of season 27 will be determined. Uh, in ninth place... We all concede. We all concede. Does that make this better? Negative five, George Cruz. Last time nobody was in negatives. Now somebody is. So that's yeah, he deserves it. <laughs> in eighth with 2.5, Roger Rueda. He does not. George Cruz is one of the greatest men I've ever met, and Roger Rueda is also great. He sent me a controller. He deserves my love. <laughs> in seventh place with 20, Alex Pandolfi. Oh, Panda. Mm, Panda. In sixth with 22.5, Julian McCann is a very nice person and not a piece of shit or whatever Donnie Yeah, yeah it's a total fucking piece of shit, dude. Uh, in fifth with 32.5, BG. Also a total oh. piece of shit right there. Yeah, BG. You were Aww. last for a long time, so it's a good yeah. thing, Yeah, not at all. In fourth with 77.5, Donnie. Yeah, there he is! There he is! Very much in striking distance. Very big. I'm in striking distance. Uh, are you? Maybe. And third with 80. Skeener. Oh, I'm at 77.5 and he's at 80? Yeah, essentially all Skeener's points from Bobby Lashley. No, I'm good pick. Good pick, yes, good pick. <laughs> Bad in rest second, of the team, though. In second with 95, Reggie Gill. Okay. And first, with 150, it's the artist. Oh, oh, the almighty Lord Strunko Tensel, Reverend Colonel Captain, Kaiser General Commander, Heartbreak Kid, Hitman, Stone Cold, Macho Man. Hollywood Big Daddy Claymore, big sexy bad guy, bad buddy, beast of garden, master of all beasts, dirty dog, ultimate through ride, nature boy, people's champion, deliver a stupid express, big dog, travel to kind of the table, pinnacle, ESP, love off, instant classic, A-lister, Tuesday night delight, El Grand Gordo, Saudi C, best of the best, powerhouse, referee, fucking cane, phenomenal one, Mikey Takeover, E-Boss, Freer House, Superstar, first to stand for Nadasha Calvader, Dark Knight, Richard Bagel, Maestro, Master Set, Paper, Professor Richard, Big buddy, Mike Sedatus, Excelsior, that's why. T-A-C-E-S-L-T-D, L-L-T. Uh, <laughs> that was a new one, Sally. Like. <laughs> uh, Master of Beast or something? No, uh, the pinnacle. I can't even hear it. Well, because somebody's an asshole. I regret nothing. Let's go on to email. Springrestradio at yahoo.com. Short, sweet, print what we're talking about. Fucking whatever. Go. Why are you acting this way? <laughs> you know people don't like when you act this way? Like, somebody wanted to come on the show for Mark Mattis, and they're like, but Donnie, the way he acts? Yeah, I no, he's, no, he, that dickhead, yes, if you're, if you're listening, I think his name is Chip Hoo I don't know, because you're fucking blocked on my Twitter. Fuck out of here with that noise. Uh, just like Mike Kiara is also blocked, and most people are actually blocked these days. But the truth is, I'm not even on there anymore, but who cares? You're fucking wrong. That was one of the best segments we've ever done. It was hilarious. We had a great time. No thanks to you. Yeah, you suck. Listen, this is who I am, dude. Yo, if you can't accept me at my worst, you don't deserve me at my best. But you never give your best. You both know this is why you got jumped five times. This is from Justin <laughs> Gabriel Gautier. Subject, WrestleMania questions. Hey, bro, chachos. Any interest in doing a Triple R WrestleMania Zoom party this year? Could be fun. I have no interest. I'm not going to do it. We, we did a Zoom party last year, and there were a lot of dicks. There was sex. There Including was a lot Donnie. Of racial slurs ended up being in there, and sexism, and... It ruined there the whole thing. There racial slurs and sexism yeah. there? Yeah, you don't remember that? Was that I don't remember last year or two years ago. It was very distracting. For the three minutes I was on the call, it was very distracting. Yeah, there was literally just porn. I told you, don't do this. They yeah. Basically, hackers got into I, our Zoom well, party. Well, I joined in because they said there were dicks, and then I got in, there were no dicks allowed. Uh, ah. Yeah. So it was really upsetting. Um. Anyways, what do you think of celebrities getting involved at WrestleManias? I think it's great. Yeah, I think we talked it's about it. It's always been done, and it'll always be yeah, done, and I think just, that if you do it the right way, it can be, it can add to the... And I always, I remember, I always remember someone saying, uh, wrestling for 364 days, or 363 now, is for you, and then those two days of WrestleMania, that's for everyone. I don't mind it, but I don't like the whole, like, host. I don't understand the point of the host of WrestleMania. Well, usually it's just a shoehorn in a celebrity. 
Yeah, but like you have Hogan and Pez and you're hosting WrestleMania. Like shoo- it's just, instead it's just, of a celebrity, you shoo- who are Like when New racist. Day hosted WrestleMania, like this was on, like why couldn't they just wrestle on the I show? thought it was kind of fun when they hosted though. Yeah, and they got, we got the Hardy moment. If you pick the right person, it could be fun. Huh. Like Rock, when he was the host, that was fun. Yeah, That's because the whole other sh- part of the show sucked. Go ahead, please uh, go. If you had to choose a celebrity host from the following categories, who would you choose? You guys ready? Yeah, please. Ready. Movie star. Jason Statham. Because it looks like Cesaro? Yes, and they'd fight. <laughs> Cesaro. I have a similar idea. I have Margot Robbie, because she plays Harley Quinn, Donnie, and so she can go up against Alexa Bliss. That's pretty stupid. I have a great idea. Okay. The Rock. Yeah, I didn't go that route. Yeah, I'm not lazy. Yes, you are. He <laughs> yeah, actually had a good idea. NFL coach. Nick Sirianni. <laughs> Why do you I just like guys who like the ball. I'm just here for guys who ball, man. That's what I fucking do. I'm a ball coach. We like the ball, man. I'm all about enthusiasm. These interviews are so bad. Dude, it's one of the worst starts, but I think release the interview. I swear to God, man, I was looking for anything from this fucking guy where I was like, I don't fucking hate this guy. They did like a Gruden-like video on Eagles.com with him, and he was really fun and exciting. And like, I was like, oh, okay, I could see... He just, I think he just might be awkward at press conferences. I get it. He'll get used to that part of it. He'll be getting fired after, like, six wins in three seasons, so. <laughs> oh, that's not a thing because we're about to rebuild this mother. Go ahead. Mark Sean Thomas. McDermott, obviously. <laughs> so you just did what I did. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. He's a great clapper, so if something good happens, that's, start It's very it true. It's very real. <laughs> they have to be alive, right? Exactly. Okay. BG, what do you got? Mike Tomlin. He he scares me sometimes when he's mad. Exactly, that's what you need. Uh, he could be a guest enforcer. I, I thought someone was going to say Bill Belichick, so I didn't put him. He's boring as fuck, I would I know, that would be really funny. I think Gruden would be a good answer, though. He's uh, fucking uh-huh. insane. Uh, sports TV personality. Uh, Charlie Caruso. <laughs> nice. Uh, I have uh, Scott Hansen from NFL Red Zone. Your idol. For real, I'm just like he's he, you know, The best part is he gets off that little tiny, he, that that fucking giant lift chair. He's BJ's height. That's why he loves him so much. The same height. No, the octobox. Yeah, I know what you mean. Because that's, that's what, yeah, because that's what he has to stand on. He's just a tiny man. I'm just saying he's a tiny man. I know. I know. He goes and he's like, have a seat over there. Yeah. <laughs> he's good. Uh, Pat McAfee. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Him and Shane McMahon will have, then have a match and they'll jump off shit. <laughs> uh, Grammy Award winner. Ozzy. I don't know. Uh, Betty White. Nice. She won a spoken word album Grammy. That's very stupid. <laughs> <laughs> so you wouldn't want Betty White as the fucking host. Just her doing like Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh, God, the way he that? took Why it by his that? penis and put it in me. Yeah. <laughs> Retired NHL or MLB player? Rico Bronia. <laughs> what? Why? <laughs> I thought you were saying Mickey Mordine. <laughs> that one half of that, we never care about Kevin Stocker or fucking Scott Rowland. You don't forget about the other half of that infield. You're... Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere 
and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Fucking missing it. More on Dini is the important part. Mickey Morandini. Mickey Morandini one time. My, that's my sister's favorite player as a kid. I swear to God. He, we met him in a parking lot, and he was a sweetheart. Very nice man. PJ? Barry Bonds. I said Barry Bonds, too. <laughs> yeah, of course. Greatest yeah. player of all time. It's not true. It's, not not true. Not true. it's uh, Babe Ruth's the greatest player of all time because he could hit and pitch, and then Barry Bonds. That's very, this is so fucking stupid. It's not stupid. Go ahead. Reality. Uh, YouTube celebrity. Uh, Sarah J. Who? Oh. <laughs> I don't think she's a YouTube celebrity. Yeah, I don't think oh. so. Uh, two. I don't think you can put uh, that two. shit on YouTube, Porn brother. Yeah, I don't um, think so. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Wrong we're, we're riding we're riding, we're riding it anyway. We're riding it anyway. <laughs> just a tube celebrity. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I almost cheated and said Kurt Angle. He has a YouTube show now. Uh, so just to piss off Donnie, I said kind of funny. Because <laughs> you literally so, only know that. <laughs> I'm convinced you, you don't know that. any. And I honestly, neither really do I. Yeah. I don't really know <laughs> YouTube celebrities. I have no idea. Logan Paul. No. But here's what I went with. Mia Khalifa. Donnie, I'll ask you since you have two kids. Do you know about this kid, Ryan? Yeah, because uh, he's got a Nickelodeon show. Yeah, he's only got uh, – I only know about his YouTube uh, popularity because he actually has, like, a Nickelodeon show now. Okay, uh, yeah, so so Heather's daughter, like, wa- likes watching, like, the kids' YouTube stuff, and she likes this Ryan kid. This And, like, the show is fucking horrible. Oh, my God, dude. Get her off of it. Like, hey, go get, bo- get Boomerang like, for it. Yeah. It's like get, horrible. You gotta it's get boomer, get boomerang for her. It's all the old it's cartoons, horrible. and just delete all the other shit, and just be like, "Sorry, this is all they got now." So she, I, I don't have to watch it that much, but she does watch it on YouTube sometimes, and it's fucking horrible. But anyways, and he's got like toys like all over the place at these stores. It's like, no, I will not fucking pay this kid a dime for yeah. my money. Okay, get this ugly ass no kid, get this ugly ass kid off my box. Dude. Yeah. So what I would do is Ryan of Ryan's World would host, and then. Much like Pete Rose, he would get tombstoned by Kane. No, I would imagine that Nicholas comes back and he's like, oh. why are you stealing my childhood thunder? Why are you stealing my gimmick? Kid fight. And then we do like a kid fight. Either way, as long as he loses. Good. Uh, P.S., how come my nickname is now Gabriel, but it used to be incredible? Can you combine them? Nope. Spring Rose? Damn, that's... It doesn't yeah, work. Yo, honestly, yo, dickhead, maybe you shouldn't have said non-alcoholic beer, you fucking asshole. Also, uh, I have no record of his name being Justin Incredible. I have record of another Justin being Justin Incredible. Damn. Wow. Can't so do it. But sorry, brother. Wow. Thanks for the email, though. Good email. Thanks for the email. He disrespects <laughs> you. Thanks for the email. <laughs> Mike's like, thanks for the email. I disrespect you. <laughs> Next email comes from Tom, SmackDown creative writer. And that's a compliment, because that sounds great. That's very stupid. Subject is the Ring Rust Era. The Patreon email, go to patreon.com slash ringrustradio. Donate to email material hiring guarantee you get at least one email right on the show each month. Patreon email alert incoming. What's up, boys? <laughs> Was getting to sleep, as I usually do, listening to an early 2015 episode of Ring Rust Radio, and a thought popped in my head. I'd like you guys to create a timeline of Ring Rust Radio, a la the WWE eras. So in WWE, you have the Attitude Era, Ruthless Aggression Era, PG Era, etc. Where are some ring rust, eras, ring rust eras to highlight the peaks and valleys of Triple R? An example would be the awful Bray Wyatt versus Roman Reigns era of 2015 2016. <laughs> only, only a year? It seemed like more. <laughs> only slightly worse than the AEW versus NXT era we're making <laughs> Yeah, way through Thanks now. Thanks for hating our show. Yeah. yeah. Here's the hopefully, a few, well, now it's going to be dead. We're going to need a new era. Yeah, I, I gave up the war it's weeks the ago era. because the AEW already won. So I gave up. I, I, we walked away from the fight. He's been swinging enough air for four weeks. I'm not swinging at anything. Yeah. Here's to hopefully a few more, and thanks as always for all the yucks. Uh, um, I, I'm isn't take it the... crazy to think that, you know, there's some people like, like while they're going to sleep at night or watching WWE Network, and there's people, person, maybe, person, the, the not person. Has. That's listening to old Ringers radio episodes. I, I know, I know, actually, support. no, I know yeah. a considerable number of dri- truck drivers who do that often. Yeah, but he's going to sleep. Yeah, I hope they're not going. I to hope sleep. they're not going to sleep. <laughs> well, I mean, there's <laughs> it's a long drive. Um, I, I as the as the creator of this madness that is this show, um, I I already defined the eras. There are two eras, and there well, oh, te- four te- eras. technically there are three, 
Like there, thought, there is it's BC, which is before Chiari. Exactly. <laughs> okay, there is a small window in there before AD, which was after dumping Cahill. And, right? So that short period before, in between BC and AD, there was a short period of time when we were four panelists. It was like a year. And it, it was, you know, we don't talk about that period very much. Uh, but after we dumped Cahill, I feel like we've seen a vast improvement. So we had before Kiari, which was us essentially dumping, uh, that was just Wells. Adam Wells and shit like that. <laughs> and it was, that sucked. So um, then we had that. So that's what happened. It really makes you appreciate me, doesn't it? Not even a little bit. A little. I appreciate the longevity. Um, yeah, there you go. Uh, I okay, have. Can I go next one? Because yeah, go I ahead. think yours is probably gonna be better. Um, so 2011, 2012 is the conspiracy theory era. Because um, we had no idea what the fuck was happening. Uh, 2013 and 2014—that's the four-man booth era. I have that. Wow. Okay. I have that's a four-man booth. I, yeah. I call it the four MB era. <laughs> Oh, that's upsetting. Uh, 2015, 2016, I agree. It's the Reigns vs. Wyatt era. It was every week. Um, 2017, 2018, that's the world tour era, because that's when we went on our world tour. Like Rampage. We, yes, a great game. Great. Uh, we had our live shows. We traveled. We literally traveled the world meeting fans. We went to New Orleans uh, and Orlando. And I went, we traveled yep, to the exactly. South twice. Yep. Uh, 2019, 2021 is the we're still doing this shit era. It's the COVID era. I call it. We were in. We didn't even realize we were COVID. But we were like self isolating. We had rejected that we had just, you know, we just we were, uh, resigned to our fates like way earlier. <laughs> we right, were ready. So. We were ready for this shit. But I'm ready for it to stop. I'm ready yeah. to care again. Well, well I'll, I'll get to that part about you not caring in a second. Um, <laughs> so anything before May 2012 was BC, before Kiari, <laughs> the Dark Ages. The dark ages. Uh, May 2012 to whenever Cahill left. That was the 4MB era, the four-man booth. <laughs> then, whenever Cahill left until about 2017, that was the A-list interview era. Yeah, I That's when that. many of our biggest guests were uh, on the show. We really built up our credibility during that time. Well, and then, zero zero. <laughs> and then we got to 2018 until now. And that era is called... Uh, <laughs> Donnie no longer giving a shit in both Mike and BG having to pick up the slack era. Uh, it really is. Doesn't try to get the interviews. Same records over and over. Won't offer any criticism of a non-WWE product. Doesn't even bother to show up half the time. Skips the show to buy cars that still don't run years later. <laughs> You're such an asshole, bro. <laughs> that's, that's fun. I'll say this. Mine was fun while yours was fun, too. That's fine. <laughs> I was nice being like truthful. That's really what I how I break it down. I gotta be honest with you. The best part yeah, is 20, I, I don't care. I don't care. I went yeah, into the hospital. Really, I changed man. What was the uh, Donnie? What was the um, the video thing that we did? Get vocal. Get Ever vocal. since that, you like really checked out. Well, no, it's because I lost get vocal. I lost a ten. Ever since that predictably failed. COVID. All these things that I was doing. We got failing. Right? It's a waste of time. Yeah, we're a fucking. As soon as they stop paying us, that's the stopping. The end of that era stopped like a fucking meteorite. Meteorite from the fucking. Meteorite. Sp- meteor- <laughs> that's what you think that protrusion out of your ass is called a meteorite. I got one of meteorites. Get me the stick. Get me that pillow. Give me that pillow cushion. I got donuts so I can sit on. Oh God Almighty! Got a meteorite on my ass. Why are you being JR? I don't know. Because <laughs> I imagine he gets a lot of them, probably. He gets meteoroids. He does, for sure. <laughs> You're fucked up. I can't read. I'm too fucked up. <laughs> I finally am Ellis from Chris, Jericho, Conrad, Thompson. Yeah, that's mm. very lazy. Oh, we talked about that. Jericho, oh, yeah, Chris, Jericho, Jericho well, and uh, Stone We Cold. did mention it, but mm. yeah, it's so going to cool. be fucking awesome. I'm very excited for yeah. that. Yeah, very awesome. Vince just doesn't give a fuck about AEW at all. Did you see what CM Punk said yeah, today? Yeah, he said he doesn't, he's not, yeah. not afraid of them. Yeah, he's like, yeah, this is telling me. He shouldn't be. They're not comp- really Again, the only people they were competing with was NXT, and they fucking put him almost out of business. So it's all good. By, by the way, what a waste of AEW using Mike Tyson for the week to go up against NXT's last show. That is cute, isn't it? No, I think Mike Tyson is actually in the well, area. Well, you know why they're doing it. And you you would uh, blame NXT for counter-programming if the, the shoe was on the other foot, but that's what mm-hmm. this is. I disagree. I think Mike Tyson. Like there is not a Mike Tyson tells them them when he's available. I think that's the end of that. I don't think that's it. <laughs> nah. He's yeah. available always. Not true. 
got no ma- no fights going on right now. Um, subject is monthly email, although nice. I don't remember ever getting an email from this fellow. <laughs> wow, that's really honestly oh ignorant of shit, because I know him well. No, you don't. Um, with WrestleMania less than two weeks away, that's true, technically, <laughs> I, I have a game for you. Unbelievable. I have developed eight propositions for winning. Don't you proposition me. For the first two, I set the line, and each of you can choose which way to bet. Then for the other six, each of you get to set the line on two of them, and the others choose against the line. Have fun. I don't get it. I remember when we used to do the WrestleMania betting thing, and I lost. I put it all on Undertaker. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> he was like a favorite, and you put it all on him, and he lost. Yeah, that was awesome. That was a great year. Um, so his odds. Bobby Lashley is a plus 160 underdog. And Drew McIntyre is a minus 200 favorite. Uh, I'll bet I'll bet 50 on Bobby Lashley, and I'll bet 10 on Drew. That makes no sense. Why would you bet against Because <laughs> I think Bobby Lashley could easily win. Also, okay. is there a I'm nine... just bet a million dollars on everything. I bet a million dollars on Drew McIntyre. <laughs> how about this? I'm going to do $100, and I'll, I'll see how I bet with that. That's all I'll do. Uh, I'll bet a dollar on Drew. Okay. All my 20 cents. Solo title changes. Over 4.5 is a plus 200 underdog, and under 4.5 is a minus 250 favorite. Uh, I'm going minus 250 here, all of it. Uh, I think this is a good line. I think he's, like, right on the number. Yeah. But I I think I got five title changes, and since it's the underdog anyways, I'll go with over 4.5. million bucks. Yeah. Uh, over. $2. $2, right. Uh, all right, I got to set the odds. AJ Styles and Omos versus New Day. Uh, I have AJ Styles and Omos as the minus 200 favorites, and I have New Day as the plus 200 underdogs. Mm. Mm, got to bet the favorites. Mm-hmm. Two hours. Uh, I'm putting a million on AJ and Omos. <laughs> um, do both Reigns, Edge, and Brian and McIntyre and Lashley end their respective nights? Yes or no? No. No. I have yes as a plus 300 underdog, and I have no as a minus 250 favorite. Okay. Oh, oh, okay. No. I'm going to take... A million on no. I'm going to take, uh, take it all and put it on yes. Uh, BG's turn <laughs> to set the odds. Kevin okay. Owens with Sami Zayn. This sucks. Kevin Owens... I've never said odds before in my life. Uh, Kevin Owens minus 550. Okay. Sami Zayn plus 450. Wow, big favorite. I'm still putting the million on KO, though. Hell yeah. Um, no, you're up next, dude. Oh, I'm, be- I'm, I'm, betting all on, I'm betting all on Sami Zayn. Okay. okay. Good on you. Say that. Sure. All right. Here it is. Longest match time. I did some research on this. Okay. So I'll let you guys know if you want. First, I'm going to say the odds. Okay. Over 34 minutes for a match, plus 700. Under 34 minutes, minus 150. Oh, the minus 150 should be way less than that if the plus is 700. So oh, he, I'm, said seven. he said plus. Yeah. You, you said plus 700 and then minus plus. 150. Yep. Yeah. Sure did. So there's, there's there's like odds like that. I understand that. I'm, I'm, gonna, just, I'm gonna tell you. Why I wouldn't go because 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 there's so many over 34 minute long matches in WrestleMania history. There's only been three, and one of them was the Iron Man match between Brett and Sean. Right. And last so. year's between Edge and Randy Orton was 36 minutes, and the Fatal Four Way from WrestleMania 2000 was also 36 minutes. So only the only matches, matches for real? Only only three matches have ever been over 34 minutes. Oh so wow! Big money that, for that. That's not surprising to me, but I still am going to go over. I'm going to go over too for a million because I really because the triple threat be over. Yeah, they literally just mentioned the one at fucking 20, which is the, you know, the same kind of thing. No, I didn't. Did not say that. No, the one at WrestleMania 20 was like 20 minutes. Oh. WrestleMania 2000, Fatal 4-Way. Oh. Yeah. I wasn't but listening. Edge, just last year, had one over 34 minutes. Yeah. And I think he does it again. Alright, now I said... Here, Donnie, WrestleMania, WrestleMania 20, Donnie, the triple threat main event, 24 minutes and 47 seconds. Oh, wow. So you need... Had more minutes from that match. And I do think having two nights get makes it a better chance. And less matches because you're doing Super SmackDown. Uh, uh, WrestleMania SmackDown. Will Daniel Bryan be pinned, yes or no? I'm setting the odds at a push. Go ahead. <laughs> you're a piece of shit. 
Uh, I'm putting a million on yes. Mm-hmm. I am also going to put $7 on yes. Uh, which night finishes later? Time show goes off the air. Saturday or Sunday. Push. <laughs> I actually could see that one being. Yeah, good. that's a good push. Uh, I think Sunday because of the aforementioned match. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Sunday I mean, because they wanted to make it seem like the true main event, and it's like the grand finale, and there's going to be a lot of fireworks and shit. Yeah. Hmm. You know what? What? Yeah, because you know, I was going to say you got the Broken Skull sessions after that. Um, they don't care. Yeah, they really don't care. So I'm going to say $4 on Sunday. Wow. wow. I could be very rich or owe debts for the rest of my life. <laughs> yeah, I really, would, I really wouldn't have done what you did. I think it's a yeah, poor choice. A on point, but it's fine. I, I just hope nobody holds me to it. <laughs> I hope there's just like well, uh, Monday. There's just a guy named like Chris Tony B- Tony Baloney's at the door, and he's like, "Yo, I heard you was making some fucking best. I heard some, I heard some audio evidence to suggest that you owe me sixteen million dollars. Is that correct? That's or not? a new thing. You just yell bets into the ether, and it like counts as no. If, a real if there's a bookie close enough, he'll write it out and sign it over to you, and you'll be like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 no, 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 no! You fucking bet two hundred thirty-five dollars. Yes, you are drunk." On the sixes to cover the line, but you just got to deal with this. Any I don't know, Mike, you were talking a lot of shit about Chris Thompson. I think he's going to hold you to this. No, no, no. I, I just said that he never emailed before. What, the, wa- the Washington Redskins? Running the running back? He's with the Jaguars, not the Redskins. Oh. And Redskins is an offensive term. They're not called that. Yeah, oh, my God. <laughs> I, I'm the problem? Not the yeah. team that carried that with them for fucking You've years? always been the problem. My goodness. Um, it's super offensive. I'm glad that they changed it, honestly, though. Yeah, we definitely normalized something that was very horrible. Um, you did it. Any, I did not do it. You had a starter, Jay. My name is not Don Snyder. Come on. Uh, any song you guys want to go out on? WrestleMania song. I don't have a WrestleMania. Technically, they're all, all WrestleMania quality. That is true. WrestleMania Remus Radio. Um... I'm going, with how, do how will covers. I, I'm going with How Will I Know. Nice. How Will I Know. We're going How Will I Know by our buddy Easy B, Eliza B. Bricasio. Um, but seriously, all right, I'm enjoying – listen, all the shit aside, yes, WrestleMania is going to blow. But go – listen, this is your chance. Social distance. Do it outside if you have to. I'll get the projector out. Have – have a good time, especially if you're vaccinated. The CDC said you could travel again. Just wear your mask, wash your hands, get out there, have a good time, and come watch WrestleMania and have a good time, man. It's good stuff. So, uh, PJ, Mike, here, I hope you have a good time watching WrestleMania. I love you guys. Can't wait. I hit you. Thanks. <laughs> I hurt. I really hurt. Let's go on. I'm out of here. God bless America.
His lies are strong. Who do I believe? Oh, Melty. I'm shaking. Wish you wouldn't lie to me now. Uh-huh. Said there's no mistaking. What you feel is really true. Oh, tell me. How will I know? How will I know? Oh, oh, oh. How will I know? How will I know? Oh. How will I know if he's trustworthy? I say a prayer with every dirt sheet. My key I'll read, tell me what to believe. I'm asking you what you know about these things. How will I know what I'm supposed to believe? I try to phone, but I'm too shy. Falling for lies is so bittersweet. His lies are strong, who do I believe? If he lies to me, he deserves to rot. If he lies to me, he deserves to rot. I know. 